0: this podcast is brought to you by msw nutrition msw nutrition is a supplement line designed to help support your body in as many ways as possible starting with the liver by helping to repair liver health you're supporting your body's biggest detox organ so that it can do its job taking care of the rest of you we carry supplements to help with mood stress energy, weight loss, gut health, immunity, and much more. Any product carrying the MSW Nutrition label will be produced in an FDA-certified lab and contain the most bioavailable version of those nutrients possible. Make sure to check out our website at www.mswnutrition.com to see all the latest stacks to help you reach your health goals.
1: Hi, guys. Welcome to the How Do You Health? (laughs) podcast <laughs> dude i'm excited to <coughs> uh for today we haven't done a podcast in a while john and i haven't like we just haven't right it's like been we several weeks yeah we had an nice storm in in uh oh that's uh, right yeah we had an nice storm in austin and uh so we had to cancel like three or four podcasts and then the next week like i traveled and then we traveled and we just haven't like uh, we're a little behind on educating people on some stuff mm-hmm. so i'm excited to be meeting today with riz uh reese hollick Yes, sir. Right. Yes, he's a clinical specialist of orthopedic massage. He runs house calls. Uh, I met him through our friend Nikki. Uh, maybe like two or three weeks ago we grabbed coffee we just mm-hmm. connected and he's like do you need to talk to this guy you need to talk to that guy he's been doing some really cool community stuff on wednesdays at the uh, zilker park here in austin and so we want to get into that of course we have nurse doza we're gonna be talking about some health stuff and um he's also a chiropractor so i don't know if you oh knew that so that. we're gonna cool. talk about the body i'm sure and then of course i'm Tex Mex yogi so let's go ahead and get the party started
2: yeah, I, I don't always tell people I'm a chiropractor because I lead with the nurse practitioner aspect, mm-hmm. you know. So mm-hmm. people – I have my table actually right there, which is pretty cool. But um, the anatomy is something I loved when I first started. And uh, I'm sure that you – I mean the ortho orthopedic, mm-hmm. right, as well mm-hmm. means that it's biomechanical for you all the time, yeah. right? So you're looking at groups, mm-hmm. right? You're looking at um, shoulder girdles. The way like we move in different planes right so so what does it mean to have that that certification that that type of approach to the body what's your philosophy like
3: yeah so we look for or i look for rather uh compensation patterns and i would say honestly amongst the general population 80 percent of the people i see have just standard postural compensations because most people here in austin work in tech they have rounded shoulders they have forward head syndrome and it's fairly simple once you figure out the kinesiology of the body of the pec minor needs to be released mm-hmm. it's not the trap it's the uh, levator scapula on the back side so yeah. just release that um, and make sure that the serratus anterior so if we're talking about shoulder girdle serratus anterior lower fiber of the traps are strong enough to keep you back in alignment and the approach towards getting people back into proper position is simple but it's not easy does that make sense yeah yeah so Within massage therapy, there are, I would say, three different realms of how to approach the body. Mm -hmm. There's like a clinical aspect, which is what I do. Mm -hmm. There's more of the spa aspect where you kind of have more of a flow. You're not necessarily trying to release anything. You're trying to just get the person to tune out. It's more of like a yin approach, Mm -hmm. if you will, like the yin and the yang. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And then there's energy work. So I've specialized in the clinical approach, the I would say it's more of like a Yang approach to releasing, doing, 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 Mm -hmm. and trying to step into the more Yin approach here now that I'm I wouldn't say that I've mastered it, but I've gotten pretty good at it. Yeah. Does that make sense?
2: Oh, no, I totally get it. And I understand what you're talking about, how it's simple but not easy, because Mm -hmm. you're talking about undoing a holding pattern almost connected throughout an entire lifespan for some people, right? How they slept all night, mm-hmm. how they've been sitting all day, how they've been walking around, how they run, right? Like mm-hmm. you mentioned Austin, so we have a bunch of runners. And what it's incredible about people looking at their gait, I always, t- we've mm-hmm. always said like knee problems don't start in the knee, right? Yeah. It's it's basically how are you compensating uh, after this ankle injury that you had six years ago, you just had to keep running, didn't you? You couldn't You couldn't stop running, so you started just running differently mm-hmm. and it changed everything, right?
3: yeah so I, th- I think it's funny looking back on you asked me the question i immediately went to clinical oh, mindset yeah. oh yeah. yeah 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 but i have to remember that people you can throw those words and phrases at them all day yeah they're not gonna it's gonna go in one ear at the other because they don't know yeah so it's just mostly shoulders rounded forward let's get them back yeah and same thing with the ankle for anyone listening if you have knee issues or if you used to run and loved it um just try releasing the calves i would find that most people it's just tight calves, which is inability to dorsiflex. Yep. That's gonna cause knee hip issues, can even cause low back issues. Yeah.
2: So And you can call the calves what they really are. What are they called?
3: Gastrox, Soleus, Peroneals—they're
2: beautiful words, really. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. I like those words, like uh, Sartorius, right sartorius. there in the, the thigh and all that. Man,
3: that is a special muscle. <laughs> yeah, it is.
2: And you know, it's funny because most people don't even think about it, but it goes completely like this thin little muscle goes completely across your thigh, around your groin area,
3: mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm.
2: And what's uh, like, think about—we have these like common terminology, like especially in, a- in sports, like hip flexor, groin. Sure. And that's not really what they're called. Like, it's it's a combination of different muscles that attach to your pelvis. And your pelvis, if you're a man, uh, you know, it's not as wide in certain parts of it as a female. But regardless of it, your hamstrings, your quads, and all your core muscles end around the pelvis. And so when people have issues with it, it's almost kind of like, well, it's because you sit all day. Mm -hmm. Like, you're literally squatting all day and like you're contracting all those muscles all the time, right? And so when you try to engage it, try to stretch it out body doesn't really want to do that too much right mm-hmm. and i love the clinical refer, like the reference to the muscles because that's how you inform someone that's how you educate someone like hey adductors abductors right mm-hmm. someone said that like do you know quads are like four muscles i was like yeah that's why it's a quad that's why quads. it's a quad yeah. it's not <laughs> one big muscle it's like four, like triceps yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well people
3: people just don't know people aren't educated on these things right um which is something that I have to remind myself as a professional because you know with the imposter syndrome that all of us go through yeah when i speak to some people i'm like of course they know what upper cross syndrome is you Uh, know you know yeah yeah. like your upper back is tight your pecs are short and overactive like you're weak here and they're like upper what syndrome like there's such thing as a pec minor i'm like okay so we got to get it down to their level so they understand and know how to honestly i'm kind of on a mission right now to create an online program that helps the individual heal themselves because yep. i think within our industry we accelerate the healing process but for the average person most people just need to release short and overactive muscles and strengthen the long and underactive muscles Yep, and most of their problems will be fixed yep. it's really again comes back to it's simple, but it's not easy. Yeah, you but know.
2: it goes back to the yin and the yang.
3: Sure, right? Yeah. And when like, it's I, also
1: a daily process, right? You can't just abs- expect no. to do it once, and they're like, exactly. oh, well, I did it already. You know? Yeah, yeah. That, like, that's something. Every day. <laughs> I'm
3: sure you guys are the same in your practice as well, getting that across to your clients. It's like, yeah. you know, I go in for a 90-minute house call. They're like, wow, this is the best my shoulders felt in months, years. And I'm like, okay, you might need to see me another two, three times, four times. Let's really knock it out of the park and get you back to where you need to be. And then they schedule six weeks later you know eight weeks later three months later like oh it's back to where it was like okay well were you doing the release techniques or the mobility drills i showed you like no yeah yeah it's like it's a constant practice yeah
2: and you know what i look at chiropractic now is differently than i was you know first starting off in practice because that approach of what you talked about i knew i never wanted to really work with posture like as my main focus in a practice because i mean you're talking 20 30 visits before you finally start changing the, the curvature of the neck because forward head posture is basically mm-hmm. text neck, right? You're just forward yep. 4 right? And the shoulders roll in. So if I'm trying to retrain your body neuromuscularly speaking, right? I'm trying to train you to neuromuscular skeletal even like you're trying to train this way. Then I would say, all right, cool. That's a lot of work I really don't want to put in really. But what I look at chiropractic now is just like a maintenance deal for most people who – Want to be active, but yet necessarily won't get like really chronic bad injuries unless they don't do anything about it. There's people out there who are wise enough now to say, "Look, I got to take care of myself." You know, like I've been doing this for 20, 30 years. I've been doing marathons. You know, like I'm, I'm kind of like I can feel the effects. Those people who want to continue, to keep doing it, they have to look at their body and understand these types of things and what's going on because they can prevent injuries from happening because they're their own doctor, mm-hmm. right? That's really what it comes down to. You're your best doctor. It's not us. We just kind of bring it out. Right? That's right. what I think you look at. Right? Yeah, yeah. Totally.
3: I mean, I'm under the philosophy that I don't heal anyone. Yeah. You know, only you can heal yourself. Yeah. Like I'm helping you get on the path. But beyond my skill set, beyond a chiropractor skill set, beyond a physical therapist skill set, we can't do the work for you. Right. Like I can to a degree. Let me again, let me release the tissue that needs release. Outside of my practice if you're going straight back into the compensation patterns, if you're going into the older routines, if you're not staying hydrated, if you're eating shitty food, you're taking these steps back. I, I can't heal you. Only you can heal yourself.
2: That's right. That's right. So. And I, and I, I love that approach now because the more and more I, I practice and the more Baldo has been here with me watching like the transformation with some people, he's like, well, it's always the same thing, right? It's like the same four or five things. And I'm like, yeah, it's always like the common thing is this, right? Because, It becomes a part of your routine for it to go that direction to begin with. So people are just normalizing this approach. And so if I say, all right, apathy could be the root of all evil. Yeah. Just getting off the couch is probably half the battle for most of these people. Right? So then I'm like, all right, I have to motivate them to get off this couch. That's probably the biggest thing I can do as an educator, Mm -hmm. right? It's more, I'm not, I could give them all the phrases. I could teach them like all the wonderful names of the muscles and the, and the movements, but if I show them how to do the exercise with them and then they do it for me, I'm like, okay, so you can do this. Mm-hmm. This is on you now, right? You gotta meet me halfway because yeah. I you can't if you keep coming to me and it's the same issue, then I'm not doing my job then too. Mm-hmm. That's how I look at it.
3: That's that's a great way to look at it. I'm gonna piggyback off that as well and say that for people to fully understand that only you can heal yourself, you coming to see a chiropractor or myself as a therapist, that's you taking the initiative to understand that you are worthy of good health you are worthy of living life without pain and you need to thank yourself for that to allow yourself to receive healing that's you healing yourself
2: yeah so yeah yeah and we we all kind of wonder what it is to achieve optimal health and it's still very simple after all the technology and the advances you see think about the effects of putting your hands on someone's body especially in nowadays Mm -hmm. right like your therapy level because of what you do goes up tenfold just because of the physical reaction of touch and sensation on another person's body of saying, Hey, there's energy being transmitted. There's ideas being exchanged and literally we're trying to undo some of the things that your body is used to. It's powerful. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. So how many years you've been doing this?
3: I've been doing it just under three years with my practice open for just under a year now. Nice. Yeah. So I haven't been doing it long, but it's been an obsession.
2: But the fact that you already see it this way, Mm-hmm. right and is is a very eye-opening approach to just how we treat our health right mm-hmm. and how we treat the body well what i've looked at when we were first taught like there's a couple ways we look to diagnose a patient right and it's weird because we don't even like calling patients right i mean because that means you put in their heads that they're sick like yeah. i don't like doing that right that's we don't want sick people we want healthy people so then we have to set that mindset from the beginning right like you come in here it's like well i mean you're not broken okay right? like don't think of it that way you know think of more of like it's dysfunction right things are a little off i always like to refer as like the body's the jenga remember for that that game mm-hmm. jenga right and it's a little off if it gets unbalanced it'll wobble and it'll fall right it's essentially the spine right i even tell people like actually when you adjust the spine you're not adjusting and treating the spine you're treating the nervous system because the spine is just there to protect the nervous system mm. the whole goal of the entire body's movement is determined through the nervous system right yep and so having balance like proprioception which i like is a big fancy word proprioception is, is a is a way to kind of understand the balance between your left and your right side of your body right and if you think about it one of the coolest things that somebody can do to basically re re-channel that kind of energy from the brain all the way to the bottom of your feet is to go outside barefoot
1: yep.
2: i mean is, isn't that not true right like yeah. i mean you're still doing that right
1: Every day. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, you got to just, I mean, it serves so many other purposes, right? Like just to connect with the earth and you can get the woo, -woo, but, but at the same time, like, yeah, it helps you just understand like where you're at balance wise. I mean, that's my, it's probably one of the most important processes for me in the morning, just because it's like. You get to connect and really feel where you're at. That's part of your morning ritual to do that. Make those little adjustments for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Tell tell what your morning ritual is. So my morning ritual is pretty extensive. It's I mean it's like a two hour process usually. (laughs) Um, He
2: doesn't have kids, by the way. I'm just saying. (laughs) He's got the time. But
1: you know, I usually wake up, drink some water, poop. Right. Like that's the first two three two two three things that I do. Drink some water and poop, and then I sit down, meditate uh for like you know 30 minutes to 45 minutes and within that meditation i have like a little process where i do my thank yous i do some visualization i do my affirmations during that time and then um and then i just try to just shut it all off and like focus on a manifestation um and then i make my coffee while that's doing i start to journal for a while and when and then because i'd like to do a a french press so i I put and so as soon as the fucking the the thing goes wild and it starts like whistling pretty loud it's like i just start wrapping up my journal and then i and then i read for a while um and then i'll and then after that i'll do some movement whether that be some yoga or just go walk outside or both of them it's usually it's usually yoga and go walk outside and then and then from there sometimes i do have like a gym session or or whatever or go for a run kind of deal but for the most part it's like get some movement in like do some squats like do mm-hmm. like just like squats. says and like i'm going to sit on the squat i've been working on my squat so i can just like sit there but especially when we go camping it's like i need you know it helps with the pooping session so. <laughs> <laughs> and you then, then i usually poop two <laughs> two more times within that period of time wow. like usually by like 10 like i'm already I already pooped three times you're wow you're <laughs> purging out all that yeah. doesn't serve you yeah. for the good <laughs> get it Correct. out of me get it out of me yeah, yeah. yeah. got shit to do <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, exactly. I mean,
3: dude, that's an incredible morning routine.
1: Yeah, so it's like a two hour process. And usually, like, if, like, today I woke up kind of like within one hour. So I still did like a very shortened version of all that. Um, but I wasn't going to skip it. You know, that's that's the whole point.
2: Mm. How many days in a row have you done that?
1: Uh, it's been over. Well, this year I've kind of added a couple other things, but uh, I don't know. It's been like three years that I haven't skipped at least oh, some wow. form of that. Like, pretty much every year I had, like, I'm going to, now I'm going to add this to my morning routine. And, Maybe at some point, like my whole day is my my morning routine. <laughs> <laughs> in like a constant prayer of yeah, yeah. Like five p.m. That would be the goal, right? It's like how long is your morning routine? It's like oh, it's from you oh, know good. wake to sleep. <laughs> That's amazing. I never thought
2: about that way. Because if you say like, all right, I start my work day at five p.m. Yeah, and I'm only gonna work for an hour. Mm-hmm. Because you're going to take a bunch of meetings and all that. Like, I could totally see that happening. Yeah. Like, well, that's that's beautiful, That actually. certainly
1: has happened a couple of times where I'm just like, shit, it's already like 3 o'clock. I guess I got to go in the clinic real quick. You know, especially like, like yesterday was my work from home day, but I still had in my mind that I wanted to come in and, and hang out and do some stuff. But, like, it was, like, maybe, like, 3.30 before I even got in here. But the rest of it was, like, just chilling, like, doing my thing. I got some taxes done. I got, like, some meetings done. And it was just like – but it was all just, like – and, and I wasn't stressed out about any of it. It was just more of, like, I had put it on my schedule. Like, I knew I was going to just, you know, take it as it is. Had a cool conversation with a friend. And then, uh, and then I finally came in here, and it was great. Like, we had great conversation. We went to dinner. Like, you know. <laughs> and yeah. even during dinner, we got work done.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well... I guess the, the cool thing about it is, like... Well, I because
1: people always talk about a work-life balance, right? And, yeah. like, for me, it's just a life balance. Like, right. Because like, well, I was talking to you earlier about the fact that, like, I was like... Because we, we have a new business partner out of the meeting last night. And and I was like, and, he, dude, he's so pumped. He hasn't stopped texting me. Like, whatever. Like, we were talking about that. And I was like, I just don't understand why people aren't that excited about what they do. Like, because it's your life. And, like, if you're not that excited, then don't do it. Like, mm-hmm. go do some... Like, find the thing find the thing that does make you that excited about things because then it's not like a work life thing then it's it's more of like it's it's life totally right and and so yeah that work that that whole terminology work-life balance like it's been like a few years before from where i decided like man like i wish like i was just like there's just no there's no way why there should be a work and a life like it's life and my life should be You know work and enjoy it and 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 incorporate for me it's incorporating travel and adventure Mm -hmm. which you know i get to do all the time and
2: i think it's also finding a purpose yeah finding something that kind of i don't know some people might not get something that they find a calling to sure right but i think a lot of times you you look at it this way live to work work to live right you did something before this. What were you doing before? I was doing a lot. What <laughs> yeah. Were, what were you doing?
3: So up in Chicago, I was a laborer. I was a garbage truck driver, semi-truck driver. Came down here, got to yeah. have a job at Whole Foods, worked at a hospital, and now I'm a massage therapist.
2: That's badass. Yeah. So you did all these things, and what were you thinking about the entire time?
3: Man, ever since I was a kid, I knew I wanted to help people. Like, yeah. that was my calling. Yeah. Um, and then once I, I dropped out of college, some things happened in my family life that forced me into the workforce. Yeah. And... Got a good work ethic because of my father and my upbringing and so i knew that being a laborer wasn't my calling but it was what i needed to do yeah you know so i was making good money um man when i was up in chicago working as a garbage truck driver and a semi-truck driver i was making some good money but i was like do i and there's nothing wrong with those careers but it wasn't my path so internally i was telling myself do i settle for this and like keep the security because garbage isn't going anywhere. (laughs) The benefits were (laughs) good. That's true. Garbage, uh, garbage men in Chicago are the second highest paid in the country behind New York. Wow. So I was just like, all right, like I've got something good here. Yeah. Or do I follow my heart? And I just ended up in Austin, got me here. And like, this is where I'm meant to be.
2: What was calling you in Austin? Um, just
3: instincts, intuition. So, um, I was saving up a bunch of money while working in Chicago. The game plan was to travel the U.S. because I just got done traveling through New Zealand, and Southeast Asia. Still had the travel bug in me. Yeah. Worked for some time, um, and then game plan was to hit the uh, south, south, southern part of America, Southwest, West Coast, and then beeline it to Denver because my girlfriend at the time was there. Yeah. So that was the game plan. Yeah. And then when I got into Austin. Never been to Austin before, had no family here, no job set up, no apartment. I was driving through 35, and I saw the skyline, and I just knew this is where I was meant to be. Yeah. There's something internally. I was like, this is it. And I just was like, okay.
2: What, what year
3: was this? Yeah, what year is this? 2016. 2016. Yeah. Nice. And then some guy found me on Craigslist and was like, yo, you can crash on my couch for as long as you want. I get to travel. I know what it's like. Um, Crashed on his couch for two weeks, got a job at Whole Foods, found an apartment. Uh, went to nursing school for a little bit, got a job at the hospital doing that. Uh, cause I thought I wanted to become a nurse. Like I thought that was the pinnacle of helping people. Yeah. You know, I didn't want to go to school to be a doctor. Um, but I figured I can get my nursing license. Um, and then working at the hospital for eight months. I was like, God bless nurses. God bless them. <laughs> They're great people. They need, but all it's not for me. It's not for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. not my yeah. work. Yeah. This, is, this isn't for me. Yeah. This isn't for me. Um, so, I know I'm going like way, out, way off the course here with yeah. your question, but um, I ended up uh, going to a retreat, my first actually ayahuasca ceremony uh, with the intention of figuring out what to do with my career. And within the weekend I was out there, uh, I met three massage therapists. They were all men. They were all well-established and spoke very highly of their career. And I took that as a sign and I came back home. I dropped out of school and got my license and
1: here I am wow that's badass yeah yeah yeah. for me it was like that's cool
3: that's cool cool. thank you
1: finding the purpose has always been like a it's interesting because it wasn't until recently that i even thought about like oh finding a purpose and then i dropped that like pretty quickly where it's like i don't even know like i don't even think about it that way anymore it's just like like um like you know i always go back to like i'm just grateful that i get to fucking feel anything because i could just as easily just be like empty space like this energy source could mm. I could just easily be empty space or I could easily just be a rock and not know that I'm living or, you know, have any sensations or whatever. So, but at some point we had a retreat, same thing. Um, it, it was doing some plant medicine kind of deal. And, and, uh, and, and it was like, it was like, Oh, I'm just, I'm just here to serve. Right. Like I'm just here to like help people, and in my way, like, my gift has always been, like, selling, right? And, and empowering people and just, like, I always tell people, like, my power, like, my superpower is that I figure shit out. Like, that doesn't fucking matter what it is, what subject it is, what like, I'm going to figure it out. And, and especially, like, if I love you and you need help, I'm going to, like, we're going to figure it out. Even if it's a subject that I've never even touched on, like, I'll, we'll figure it out. That's not a problem, right? Because everything is figure outable, right? And, like, the answer is always there. I've always told you that. Yeah. Like, it's just there. It's just a matter of, like, in me meditation so i can like pull the answer sometimes i get answers i am like i don't have that skill set but i guess i have to do that that's how i'm like we we'll just do that and i and i'm just like I, i'm just gonna know how to do it and that's how it feels and you just have that confidence but that just i don't know if that's just life experience but like i feel like i've had that for for a while and, and i'm very thankful for that because like sometimes my whenever you communicate with people and they have like all these i'm like dude like it's there like just like you're blocking yourself from all this other stuff and and i do and there is certain aspects of me that i still do that and so i get it right like Mm -hmm. um but at the same time it's like man like you just gotta like yeah just help people right because then it's like it doesn't just feel good for you but it feels good for someone else and then it's exponential from there
3: yeah so i mean it sounds like you found your medicine this is your gift for the world you know maybe not everyone can have that same gift but i do believe that we are all born with a gift we all have a medicine to share with people and your medicine seems to be you you figure things out like way easier than maybe the average person yeah yeah sure yeah. so uh, my gift um you know right now it's massage therapy that's it's not going to be forever you know every massage therapist has an expiration date the body breaks down and that's okay but right now um i am a healer and massage therapy is my main modality and to To know that, to understand as an individual that you have a gift within you, given to you by the grace of God, and to do the inner work and find it and then share it with everyone else. I can't find any other way to find a deeper sense of meaning for life so far. It's really cool. It's so cool. It's awesome. It's part of the experience. It's part of the adventure. Like, figure out who you are, find your inner guru, find your gift, hone in on it share it with as many people as you can who need it
1: and and for John I feel like part of the reason we started this company was because he's very he was very frustrated with traditional medicine and traditional practice and but i think that at that point it was also a frustration of like I have found my gift of like helping people in a certain way through chiropractic through you know through being a nurse but I can't even do anything about it I can't even share that gift because of how the system works mm-hmm. right and so it was kind of like I got excited because I was like, "Well, I get to help you figure this out, yeah. right?" Like, and so then it was like, "We have to work together because that's where my forte is." Is like, we have to figure things out. But I think that's what it was, right? Because it's like I have a gift I want to share, it, but I can't fucking do it because the system's broken and I can't fix the system. And, and a lot of times, it's not about fixing the system; it's about just creating a new one. Yep. Just create a brand new game.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's the difficult part in it too, though, because uh, it's a good and bad thing what I've I've realized as I've gotten more into my studies uh, I'm studying like health in the realms of like quantum physics now and it's a really cool way to think about it. like even yesterday I had this talk uh, we were talking about a higher level of consciousness and I had a friend that tell me one time that she was you know it's boring being alone at that that area mm-hmm. you know of where you're at that take cable of thinking the person goes well that person is not there then because there is no emotion like there's no feeling, there is no presence. Like, you know, like you don't know what you don't know. Everything is, you know, nothing and so forth. And so I was like, wow, that's incredible. Cause we've talked about this too. When you tap in to that level of consciousness, I think what happens is that you get these downloads and you get these signs and messages that can be open to interpretation. It sounds like you had the same thing. Like, what's my calling? Maybe you didn't, weren't looking for that. Maybe you were just saying, hey, what's my next step, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And Baldo, our conversation relationship started off like that. Well, I think life is full of those, right? Like you just have like, well, what's the next thing? And if you can kind of position yourself to where you say, well, maybe I want to do this in five years. If you're already thinking that ahead, you're already in control of the majority of your fate. Mm-hmm. There's a predetermined fate, I imagine, in timeline. But really, if time's infinite, then really we're just going to evolve into another existence, right? That's just the, he was talking about with the rock and all that. But the gift that you have now... I do believe. I do agree with you. Everyone has something that they can offer, and I think what most people don't realize is that you might not make a hobby out of it into a. You might t- turn a hobby into a career, but they, there's no reason why you shouldn't share your gift, right? For whatever reason it may be, and you said something interesting too. You said, "Well, I might not do massage therapy forever," mm-hmm. so you're already thinking ahead. Yep. All right. Let me ask you this: mm-hmm. with this skill set that you've learned now with all the other skill sets you've learned, how do you view life now after being a massage therapist?
3: How do I view life?
2: How, yeah, now that you're a massage therapist.
3: For on the physical level, for?
2: Yeah, man, Like, how? Do, what's your approach to health like?
3: Uh, again, sorry, I don't fully understand. For my own personal health? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so for me, breath work, meditation is big, mm-hmm. um, which is something that I've adopted recently. And as far as um, trying to do that every day, my morning routine is not as extensive as Baldo's. That is that's real- excessive. That, <laughs> it's it's yeah. also been a process over years. Yeah. yeah, but I I pray that you know most people can have something like that for them. Yeah, in their own lives. Sure. Um. And man, it's just it's. I think it also, it really. I'm glad you asked this question because this is a conclusion I've been coming to recently. Is that? So we have the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual self that we have to take care of. My practice is focused on the physical for now, but it starts with the mindset and the mental 110%. So for the longest time, I thought, you know, it starts with the physical because that's what we have the most control over. We can work out, we can stretch, we can mobilize. Um, and then maybe the mental, mental, emotional, spiritual, those are deeper layers that are a bit more complicated. But for the average person let's focus on the physical but if you don't have the right mental mindset if you tell yourself the wrong story if you use the wrong words your physical emotional and spiritual health is going to be hindered in a deeper level than you can ever imagine so for me growing up i actually uh, i grew up in a family of 10. large family um, hectic all the time and in that environment had these stories in my head of unworthiness you know yeah. x y and z whatever it may be battling those stories i think is the plenum of having good health yeah so telling myself the right stories uh working out pff, not even for the physical but for the more like mental clarity i have to work out five days a week yeah. uh, diet t- steak avocado white rice eggs
0: that's like <laughs> simple <laughs> simple <laughs> simple
3: red meat steak yeah every day yeah <laughs> <laughs> it works for me i'm blessed because you know diet is complicated yeah you know everyone has to find their thing but for me i'm beyond grateful that steak and white rice is like my thing
2: yeah yeah <laughs> it's awesome I, I love it man i i pretty much eat the same thing too right? really like, yeah well i mean just because avocados right yep. and then <laughs> a little piece of meat um what i'll do though instead of the rice is i'll do plant and chips like little plantains mm. and all that stuff. Mm. It's just because I need carbs. Yep, like I say, because if I cut out the carbs, one, I'll lose a lot of weight, I'll get cut. But the problem is, is, it for me, I'm too much of a high intensity metabolism right now that my blood sugar will drop and I'm trying to regulate my insulin to make sure it accommodates with it. So, like for example, like you brought up diet, I look at diet as metabolism, right? So, metabolism to me is like my gasoline. So, with me and my genetics, I have a harder time breaking down it sugar like i just like bananas give me high sugar mm-hmm. as opposed to brownies and cookies and ice cream which is weird right so when i think about that perspective my body can't function off of sugar That's its main source of gasoline but yet we were taught that mm-hmm. the old school mentality is blood sugar right? right blood glucose right and so you mentioned diet well all the stuff you had minus the rice like all of it is pretty much a very low glycemic approach mm-hmm. right it's like more high fat and protein Right. For the most part. Right. Which is cool. Still got to get some carbs in there. Yep. Sometime, right. Because you mm-hmm. work out five times a week, you know, the same deal. It's incredible that nutrition is not looked at from a sustenance standpoint like that. And if you look at the younger years in life, you talk about mindset. My soon to be six year old and soon to be three year old, we talk about nutrition. We tell you, say, where is this coming from? You know, they realize they can pick tomatoes off the vines outside in the garden. And they understand that they can eat that. And that's what food should look like. So, even that mindset of saying food is natural, it comes from nature, it comes from outside, it doesn't come from a box,
3: mm-hmm.
2: is just a whole different way to change someone's course of life. No right. Doubt. And so, your mindset now is, as a massage therapist has probably opened the door for you breath work. Uh, you said meditation as the first two. I, I mean, that's starting off the day, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I do that too. Like, I mean, mine's not as long as his, but. Shit, if I can get 10 minutes in? It's better than nothing. Dude, I'll be a champ the rest of the day. 10 minutes of breath work and mm-hmm. meditation because mm-hmm. this is your chance, right? This is your, like, I literally got here a little earlier today, which doesn't normally happen. And uh, and I was sitting in the parking lot and I love my 20, 30 minutes in the parking lot to myself, listening to my music, doing my thoughts, writing down whatever I want to. No one else. It's my, it's my space, right? And I have it every day. And it's cool because it serves me. Five, ten minutes is all I need sometimes. Two hours, man. I mean, that's awesome. I, those, sometimes those are my Wednesday mornings, mm-hmm. right? Which is cool. But I'll doing ice bath and saunas with my workout. Maybe taking a field like a phone call. But I'm spacing it out. And I'm realizing like what we were taught from a mindset of the nine to five was the old school way of how you approach for hard working in America yeah. to get paid. Mm-hmm. Nowadays... You and your line of work, you book an hourly sessions, 90-minute sessions, right? You say, I could do three, four sessions a day if I want to and call it a day, Mm -hmm. right? You control your time and your space in that sense, right? Mm -hmm. You probably didn't with all the other jobs before. My life was, I was
3: working 60, 80, and a handful of 100-hour weeks, Yeah, you know, (laughs) between two, three different jobs. Yeah, That was my life was to work, work work yeah
2: that's and, it and, and and it is because why why were you taught that work 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 that was the way to work well
3: so I was put in a uh, certain situation with my family where um, I'm grateful for the experience it was a tragedy of you know being taken care of and my whole family being financially stable to everything being taken away like overnight and so I was thrown into the workforce um, dropped out of school thrown into the workforce and just had to be on my own and I knew that working hard and saving money I could would give me the opportunity to start a different life so just it was literally at one point it was Monday through Friday working as a truck driver for 60 hours 12 hour days and then a valet driver as well um Saturdays for a fine dining restaurant and then sometimes Saturday Sundays and it was just constant man it was insane that's hard work hard work it's hard (laughs) physical moving work yeah right god God bless drivers man god bless nurses God, all the things i've done (laughs) you've done all of it you're the
2: backbone of america you got every (laughs) skill set but it's like Like, tell me you're a plumber and a little bit of electrician at the same time (laughs) well just because i had to right i (laughs) I had (laughs) had to um
3: i honestly i you know i think it was a really good experience and um it got me here and i just i just made a post uh posted something last night and something i've been thinking about of how grateful i am for the loss and tragedies that i've had because everything that's happened has gotten me to this moment right here that's right at this lounge doing a podcast talking
2: about health and wellness that's right it's incredible getting an iv getting an iv yeah this
3: is awesome yeah (laughs) Yeah. this is badass so
2: so i'll tell you what we got in in here so it's yellow because there's some b vitamins in there sure um it's going to be kind of calming and relaxing more than so like i'm bouncing off the walls uh but i put some glutathione in there Mm -hmm. okay and glutathione is a big liver brain detoxifier it's a huge antioxidant you want to boost your immune system glutathione is the way to go right uh put arginine glutamine and carnitine now those are all muscle detoxifiers as well as regenerators so it's going to help kind of repair some of the Micro tears and fibers that Perfect. go through wear and tear. I just kind of figured
3: it was leg day today. It's so. leg day, right? yeah. So
2: and NAD is also in there. NAD, and you might may or not have heard about this, heard but it. it helps regenerate the cells that get damaged. Long term, it's a it's a promoter of, of longevity. So it's one of those kind of staples now in the uh, the vitamin world that if you can get your hands on it, it's something you want to always take. But an um, in injectable form is the way to go because mm-hmm. it's harder to take as a pill form. The one we put in there you really don't feel as much it's a kind of a lower dose but um you know watch how you feel tomorrow or later day you might be like i could probably go again you know like for another Mm -hmm. workout so all that's rejuvenation and so like with therapy i look and i say all right we have to take care of this vessel right we have to take care of this machine that we have that we call a body right and that's what you see when you touch that body there's vibrational energy that comes off of it and there's there's almost like magnetism and inertia that is within the body because if all the substances that like precious metals are found in the earth we could find in our body and vice versa then it's like we're just an extension of our environment right so we have to understand that there's something more to just the physical and superficial aspect of skin and muscles right there's nerves that go in there right and nerves like I had a guy telling me about dry needling the other day, mm-hmm. right? And dry needling is like acupuncture but with needles where you basically can twist the muscle fibers to almost like contract them or relax them depending on what you want to do, like retraining the neurosystem. Mm. Now imagine if I say, going back to the blood sugar thing, imagine if my weapon of choice for going after things like blood sugar and diabetes issues is not a pill. It's the mind,
1: mm-hmm.
2: Right. It's more powerful to undo someone's mindset and make them look at it from a different perspective. That's what I feel my superpower is. Mm -hmm. And I feel like you're gaining that right now because of the experience you call life. Mm -hmm. And you say, hey, let me show you something. You don't have to do it that way. You're making it too hard on yourself, Mm -hmm. man. If you just kind of did this and did more of this and come and see me more, you're going to feel better. You're going to get healthier. And there's probably a lot of things that you're going to notice improve in your life. And I say, I can speak for example, right? And so you have also done work on yourself, I imagine, throughout mm-hmm. this entire time. Yep. Right? You did mention the ayahuasca journey. Mm-hmm. That was the start.
3: It really was. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: No doubt. Whenever someone comes to Austin, they always love this town because of the energy and the vibe that it brings. And I think that's what you felt. There's a presence here. No doubt where I've always said it many times before it's the epicenter of health and wellness, but the stories that it brings, you know, it's almost like immigration coming in here, right? Yeah, Transplants yeah. that are coming in here saying, you know, your story is incredible, man. Reese, like I've met, uh, uh a person has done as many jobs as you've done mm-hmm. on such an expansive scale. <laughs> so that's why I'm like, man, you have to view the body and, and the way that we take care of ourselves in a whole different light now. Right. And I imagine this is the start of your quest. I, like I said, I look at the body and say, all right, cool. Energy, vibration. You want to hear something cool I learned the other day? So the water molecules that we see have memory in them. Mm-hmm. Yep. They did a scientific research paper on it. They did uh, I know that's very redundant, but that's science nowadays, folks. That's what you call it. And they took a droplet of water. And they took like a photograph of it somehow of something else, like a a picture of a DNA strand. Mm -hmm. And they put this, I guess it was like the water in something of a, of a DNA molecule. They took that droplet and they put it in another tube and they did their thing and spun it around and did their fancy stuff. And all of a sudden it fixed the rest of the DNA molecule that it had taken original like molecule from. So imagine a DNA is like a helix. It's like it looks like an X. Imagine you take one part of that X. It's just one line, right? One squiggly line. They basically only had that to start with from just getting the water molecule from that line in the first tube. They took that droplet in the second tube, and because it took a photograph in that water droplet of that original DNA strand, they were able to mirror it somehow using technology and finish the completion of the double helix strand. That's water. The other crazy thing about it is, is that our mitochondria and our bodies make water. Mm -hmm. We make our Mm. own water. you always say like (coughs) our bodies are 70, 80% water sometimes. Mm -hmm. We make our own water. I didn't know that. Two droplets. Two droplets of water every time that mitochondria kicks out ATP. No kidding. NAD goes into your mitochondria, the same NAD you're getting in your IV right now, and it's making that mitochondria kick out more ATP. If it happens to be leg day, and let's say you overdid it, you and I both know the muscle fibers can tear, lactic acid builds up, arginine takes care of that lactic acid and flushes out the muscles, carnitine comes in and starts repairing the muscle fibers, and it goes into the mitochondria along with NAD, and it starts kicking out ATP. And while it's doing that, it's repairing that entire cell where it lays dormant in, which could be the leg. And so when that happens, you repair quicker. So when you think about that kind of technology that's available, we're talking about the human body. We're not talking about some cool machine that we had to go buy to go do that. All I said is, hey, you want an IV today? Cool, all right, I'm gonna put some stuff in there that your body's naturally used to, and uh, and we're gonna go help your body out in ways that you never thought possible, right? Which is really cool. I want people to understand what we just talked about in every sense of the word. So when he talked about the open, like we hadn't had a podcast for forever. Our mission for me is, is like, is the messengers. We're just educators, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So maybe your next, you know, realm of whatever it is you do, you'll probably learn more and say, Hey, I got to share this with other people. Right?
3: Yeah. Well, I'm glad you said that because I am working on an online platform, there an online is. program. See? Yep. You, hey? I'm working with this uh, elite tier and I don't use that lately. I have a very high standard for, personal trainers massage therapists this yeah. guy is the real deal yeah and we're working on an online program for self-release self-mobilization you go. so that's it's exactly what i want man i want people to be educated on how to take care of themselves and understand that any outside force whether it be iv massage therapy um it's just a amplifier for your ability to heal that's already within you that's right you know like i don't want people to think that they don't need help because we are tribal Animals. Yeah. You know, we can do it on our own, but, you know, it's amplified tenfold if one person says, Hey, let me help you. Sure. Um, But IV, massage therapy, plant medicines, they are there to amplify the inner workings that are already there. That's
2: a beautiful way to put it. I love it. Uh, We used to call it a lube, but I'm going to say the amplify. I like that because we're antennas, Mm. right? We have these frequencies of connecting, right? I look at If you can have a conversation with someone that enlightens them in a certain way, not to where they can talk to their outer dimension or whatnot, but just understand that the body is able to do this on its own if we stay out of its way, they carry that with them and Mm -hmm. they carry it along with them and they practice it again. Like yesterday, I was talking to a lady about sleep, the practice of sleep. It's important. I mean, this week my practice has gotten a lot better, and I'm like, what have I been doing differently? What is this? And it's so important. To why I'm like the number one thing I tell people when they come in here, all is to improve their sleep mm-hmm. if they want better health. It's
1: the best pre-workout out there.
2: Best yeah. pre-workout. I love that. It is get some sufficient
3: uh, sleep. I was,
1: I was doing a masterclass on sleep, and he said uh, sleep is the the best life insurance anyone can ever think of. Mm-hmm yeah or best health insurance anyone can ever think of because like it just fixes everything they actually gave an example on there about uh um <coughs> they were talking about vaccines not necessarily covid but just vaccines in general and um, they did a study with uh, uh with people getting vaccines and how effective they were uh, and there was two different groups one group had slept uh, x amount of time like let's you know seven plus hours and the other group had slept like four plus hours and then there's like people sleeping like nine plus hours um th- so there was three different groups they all got the same vaccine um and within those groups there's like some of them got the vaccine some of them got a placebo kind of deal right because uh, that's just the process for for that scientific thing but what they found was that um what they were testing is the antibodies that were created after the vaccine was was administered over x amount of time and the people that weren't sleeping um the vaccine was not work. like they weren't creating any antibodies at all right so it's just like sure like we can get vaccines but like if you're still stressed out and not not sleeping it's, it's not going to serve you right. whatsoever
2: Tuh. that's hilarious yeah so you mean and to tell me sleep's more important Correct. Well, the the, the,
1: well, that was the other, and so then, part of the reason that study was <laughs> was even done was because was the idea of like how your how your um immunity system can improves X amount by the amount of hours that you sleep, usually starting at seven hours of sleep, and like which which like someone can sleep six or five, but like even. Like six is it's like a very minute number of like percentage of, of people in the world that can actually function properly, reset their immunity system properly, all that stuff, where they can say like, oh, I just only need six hours of sleep. The majority need at least seven, right? Eight is ideal. Nine, some people need nine. Some people need ten. And, and then there's a the whole different process. of I mean, there's a whole identification of like, what type of body are you? How much sleep do you need? Because of like whatever. And so I, that part, I w- I wasn't like, I know it's seven because like I wake up at seven for me. Like I just wake up at s- after seven hours of sleep. I'm I'm done. Like, and so it's, like I don't need to f- fucking try to test it. I know that it, I you know because I track my sleep, and after seven hours, it's like oh that's when I wake up. Like mm-hmm. so it's not even a it's not even a question anymore, right? Like well, I know what it is because that's that's what happens. Um, <clears throat> But, but it's just really interesting. Sleep is that important, right? And, and like, for so many years, people's were like, well, no one even knows why we need sleep, right? And there was this whole thing of, like, dude, I only got four hours of sleep, and, like, I'm here today, and, like, whatever. And it's just, like, there was this big pride about not sleeping and still getting shit done. And it's like, yeah, you're probably just working, your, you're just working way too much, but then they're constantly sick,
3: right? That was a big thing for a while. Like, when I first moved to Austin four or five years ago, that was, like, my mindset of four or five hours of sleep grind, hustle, grind, hustle, Jocko Willink, um, David Goggins. I'm not sure if you're familiar. Yeah. 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 Just like pushing your body to the extreme to get shit done. Um, But now it's like I've completely shifted my mindset to if you don't take care of this vessel optimally, you know, you can't, you're not going to be nearly as productive. Yeah. You know, something Ram Dass says is, uh, you know, these bodies are a vehicle for our work. You know, Mm -hmm. we're put on this planet for a reason to learn some sort of lesson or lessons and we have to take care of these physical bodies like who we really are transcends the physical body but that doesn't mean we get to neglect it
2: yeah makes sense. i I agree with that um even in religious groups they look at the body as a temple yeah right sacred it's sacred right and that's really what i look at so i care about what i put into my body i care about what i surround my body with right because if we're mirrors of our environment you could think about it this way The soil that's outside has bacteria and viruses in them. Our gut lining has something called microflora that has bacteria and viruses in it. If you eat food from the ground, you're taking those bacteria and that virus and putting it into your body to build up your immune system as a way of building natural immunity. So when you basically start eating processed foods that have that disconnect, they were born in a peachy dish outside of a, a garden bed, now you're looking at how do you change the dna of the body as a whole and you take into account that even traumatic thoughts can cause inflammation and the same type of dysfunction in the body you're thinking what have i done to my body over 30 40 years of watching tv eating crappy food not getting enough sleep drinking alcohol and then being stressed about stupid things like emails and likes and comments Mm And I wonder why I'm not as healthy as I should be or I'm not pooping as much as I should or I can't lose that last 15 pounds yeah. or my neck is chronically always in pain. You say, hey, I'm going to keep doing this for you and I'll have a client for life, but you're wasting both our time here. Mm-hmm. Really, you haven't learned a damn thing. Mm-hmm. You you need to stop going to those same patterns you have.
3: Yep. Some food for thought for any listeners that. Aren't fully convinced. I had this conversation with someone a few months ago. Um, She was a nurse practitioner, you know, very Western approach towards medicine. And uh, so I was like, okay, so agree or disagree? Negative thoughts, stress from the mind can manifest in the physical body in a negative way. She goes, yeah, no doubt. I was like, okay, so why wouldn't the opposite be true? Why wouldn't positive thoughts, positive mindset, yeah, create a positive change in the physical body? And she was just like speechless for a second. She's like, oh, I don't know. I'm like, no, it's...
2: Because it changed her mindset right there. Right there. At That yep. second. Mm-hmm. I love those. Uh, the idea that you can say one sentence, which is what the, the gurus have always been able to do, right? Mm-hmm. It's simplified. Confucius says, right? Like, if you can basically look at simple ways to view the same thoughts that we've always had throughout centuries, then you understand things like yeah. absolute power corrupts absolutely. Like, oh yeah, that still holds true this day yeah it's, it's a it's a theory it's a practice yeah right and you attach it to any situation in life that's why history is bound to repeat itself because what will happen is you forget oh when this happened back then yeah these are how people reacted you don't want to react you want to respond so when you respond better in those situations that arise you'll know what to do and not panic in that situation and you can kind of steer the ship in the right direction i mean i think about Coming over in the Mayflower or maybe when they're going to the new the new world, right? They're traveling. Columbus is traveling. And all of a sudden he's like, I'm pretty sure I found this thing called America or like the way over there. Yeah. How many people are sitting there like we're going. We're just going to fall off the earth. Like we're just right. going to fall off the earth. Like this is ridiculous. And if that's the case, it, you know, what's that mindset like? Even back, they, back then with like uh, hysteria. You know, flat Earth and all that mm-hmm. stuff too, and like you know, there's only this, and we all evolve. Like the earth, the the sun revolves around us. Yeah, you know that almost, I mean, Galileo. I mean, you could probably go back and say half the shit that he wrote was great, and then the rest of it is like that was probably completely off, right? Well yeah, right. Yeah. But that's because well, you're you're a trendsetter and you think about things differently. Well, that's science to begin with. Your whole point of science is basically to throw all these crazy ideas, prove they're right, and then tell everyone else, "Prove me, I'm wrong." Right, Because essentially, if you chew it over and over and over again, and it comes being right, then you're like, oh shit. A theory has become now practical. And these theories and thoughts that we have is something as simple as, if your positive mindset can create a positive health environment for you, for years we would say that's woo-woo energy shit. This year, we're calling it Quantum physics, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> the most proven. Well, what's method. interesting
1: because, like, you you met, you went you use that example of positive thoughts and negative thoughts, and and it's like it's, when people talk about other people and and like success or non-success or, or whatever, it there's always like there is this kind of like weird sensation where it's like oh it's because that person's always negative that's why nothing nothing ever goes right for them right mm-hmm. kind of like deal, um, and they're easy to point that out, but when some someone's doing good.
2: No one ever says oh no
1: one says oh yeah. it's because they're always positive. That's a brilliant right? observation. Right. Yeah, like it's not yeah. just like, oh it's because they're always positive. Like no, they if anything, it's it's like oh they're just lucky. Right? Right. And it's right. just like come happy on. Happy go lucky, <laughs> happy <laughs> go lucky right. that approach. There we go. Yeah. I used
2: to always say, I'm always happy go lucky, which means I always have a positive attitude, right? I knew about karma at a young age, and I was growing up Catholic, you know, like brought up Catholic. So that was very interesting to think about karma in that reference, right? It's like because that's basically God's spite, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, most of the time, right? So I'm like, well, can't you have good karma? Like, what does it mean to have good karma? And you see the tip jar that says good karma. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, yeah. pay it forward. Oh, that means like do on to others, mm. right? And then someone told me like a couple years ago, they said, if we're all reflections of God right and essentially we're all he who He is, you know all powerful then essentially we're all the same we're all one and that's what this lady said yesterday again she goes what does it mean like we're all di- we're all one there's there's nothing different. it's all the same mm-hmm. it's all the same you and me we're the same we're the same energy we're the same everything mm-hmm. and so when i don't receive that in that light sometimes with the rat race we call the matrix over here i think about space and i think about how small we really are compared to the Milky Way or the rest of the galaxies that are out there that probably have some kind of life in existence. And I'm thinking like, we're nothing. We could, we're going to transform into another dimension that will be in another planet, another life form, and we'll, uh, we'll turn something else. It, we never die. No one ever really dies. Mm-hmm. We just transfer energy. You take shor- uh, form like ice melts, turns into steam. It's the same energy. That's physics. Right?
3: Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, I, I, I gotta be right. Like Someone proved me wrong, right? Until like,
2: that's bullshit. You know, everyone just dies in the ground. It's like, okay. And that's it forever. And that's it forever? Like, that's it?
1: No way. I don't think yeah, so. No. no way. I don't think
2: so. No way. no way, because there's too much we've seen now from energy work and spiritual work and entities to where I'm like, there's something outside of our, our, our body, our realm, that we don't even understand. I mean, I literally, I've seen crazy shit before, and we talk crazy shit like, he wants to learn ESP. I want to levitate. I mean, why not? Yeah. Why I mean, not try? Why not try? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, why do I have to lose? <laughs> I mean, if, if you create it, eventually, you know, you, you're proven right and you're considered a genius. In the meantime, you're nuts. But all the people, the brilliant minds who took their own path and took all these skill sets and said, you know what? I think I'm going to do it this way. Those are the people you admire the most. At least I do. And the talks that we have and the people that come in here that the people come to austin are all innovators the people that you work on that we work on we're influencing their mindset because they are stuck in the same matrix the ceos and entrepreneurs of the world live here in austin and they are miserable and overweight and tired and lethargic and impotent and they are coming to us for help Mm -hmm. and so when we tell them like dude you got all this, man. You already know what to do. Why are you coming to me? You know what to do. Do your exercise. Do this. They're like, Oh, I know, but I just need to be held accountable. That's all it is. Yeah,
3: could be. Could be. I, I am quite blessed. I would say half my clientele may be fall under the realm of that matrix, but I recognize that the other half of my clientele are people who get it and who are starting their own thing. And um, some of the people I work with are changing lives and to be able to share my gift with them and then tell me afterwards like, man, I'm dialed in, thank you. The ripple effect of that work is immense. It makes like my heart feels good right now, just saying that. I have one client in particular, he does a lot of online coaching, he works with a lot of um, men who used to go, or who went through um, addiction. Mm -hmm. And so he's got a group to help people who are in the recovery process. And every time after I work with him, he'll text me either later that day or the next day. And he's like, man, I am dialed in with my work. It's like, if my yeah. massage therapy helps you help that demographic,
2: God bless. Then you're changing the world. That's how you change the world. Mm-hmm. The ripple effect. Right. We're the 99%. So we echo, we vibrate off one another, mm-hmm. right? The antennas of, hey, if that helps, then spread the message. Mm-hmm. Tell a friend. Tell a loved one. We had a lady come in here, brought a loved one, her mom. mm I mean, how many loved ones do you get as referrals now? And you're like, dude, that's the best kind of referral. Right. They're bringing a loved one, which means they're coming to you for help with the idea that you, they already know that you can help them because they're they, word of mouth, right? Like, mm-hmm. this person will help you. That's the coolest feeling when someone comes in and says, I need your help. And I say cool in a sense that you have the skill set right. to say, I know what to do. I know right. how to help you. I can help you. I can help you.
3: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's get you back on the path.
2: You didn't you weren't able to say that before, right?
3: No. Well, got to find your own path first. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Enjoy <laughs> the journey. Enjoy the journey. <laughs> Enjoy the journey, You don't man. really have any other choice. <laughs>
2: you'll you'll get lost a little bit, but that's fine. Enjoy the journey, find your way home. That's badass. I've enjoyed this Reese. Um That was awesome. For the listeners at home, yeah. how would they be able to find you?
3: You can either find me on Instagram at Reese.Master. Reese is spelled R H Y S reese.master uh and if you want to check out my website it's mend atx xcom
2: it's badass man
1: fantastic conversation thank you guys for tuning in mahalo yep
0: this podcast is produced by flabs to fitness inc Flabs to Fitness is an online wellness company that specializes in mindful eating, personalized workout programs, and offers a subscription workout program for 20-minute workouts you can do anywhere. We also have a brand new online workout community called Online Workout Badasses, where we have three donation-based Zoom workout classes a week and an amazing community of people who are all working to be healthier together. Please join below in the show notes. It's also a social media content firm for creation and scheduling of content and engagement with your fans on a variety of platforms, including this podcast. Find out more about Flabs to Fitness at www.flabstofitness.com.